From the yeah, NHR yeah. and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Stone, why don't we, since we're talking Nick Chubb, get ourselves into a Baptist South Orthopedic Care Injury Emporium. There's a man down. Nick Chubb. And actually, uh, after thinking through it, probably I, I probably could have uh, foregone the uh, the sound effect. Uh, so we'll just pretend that didn't happen. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care is a team of skilled orthopedic sports medicine surgeons and specialists that specialize in surgical and non-surgical treatments to get you back to what you love. Don't put off seeing a doctor. Visit baptisthealthnet slash ortho today for more information. Baptist Health Orthopedic Care combines its resources of experienced physicians leading-edge treatments and technology to provide advanced orthopedic foot and ankle, joint replacement, spine, and sports medicine care. Visit baptisthealth.net slash ortho. For more information today, Baptist Health Orthopedic Care has offices conveniently located in Palm Beach County through the Florida Keys. Learn more by visiting baptisthealth.net slash ortho. Quick, give me like a time to bake or something. Give me give me, give me, give me something to, to, to wash away the stench of, uh, of us playing the, uh, the, the, the Madden 96 sound effect talking about Nick Chubb. Here we go. No, you're not. Oh, there yes, we I go. am. No, you're not. Thank you. Yes, I am. No, you are not. All right, cleanse our palate. Did, uh, did ESPN last night make the right decision not showing a replay of the Nick Chubb injury? I say no. I think it does a disservice to the viewers, and it's not like I want them to surprise us with it. Like, here you go. I let Joe Buck explain what you're about to see is graphic. You play it one time and you move on, but it's live television. It's sports. It is played out in front of public in the most visible setting possible. It does the viewer disservice, not seeing getting the complete story told to them of what has taken place. And, and again, when it comes to injuries, where are we drawing the line? What we're showing, it, 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 it can, it can go all over the place. All I know is that Amazon prime was showing two in the fencing position over and over over and over and over again last year like uh, why why are we squeamish about this when we were showing a man laying motionless with his heart stopped on the turf last year on the same network um theo and stone do not agree with me i expect that most people do not agree with me how wrong am i on this i i i think espn should have showed the nick chubb leg injury replay did ESPN do the right thing, hiding it away, not showing it? 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Brandon in Port St. Lucie on Ken Levick Alive. What's up, Brandon? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. Yep. Um. Yeah, I think they did the right thing. I mean, as a lifelong fan of football and basketball, and I still get out there and play when I can, I'd a-okay without seeing someone's knee twist in an awkward direction and especially when it's happened to them before in their career and uh i just i'm okay without seeing it okay i think they did the right thing okay and 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 again i'm perfectly fine with that it's not like i'm gonna sit here and fight you why wouldn't you want to see a dislocated knee like i'm not i'm not into that i i i'm not getting off to that but what i'm saying is that i am all for and I understand I'm probably the minority seeing the whole story, though. And if I can get a glimpse of it, then me, me, my sensory uh, capabilities, I get a full, true appreciation for the horror, 
of the injury and what these human beings, these these freaks of nature, these mutants go through, uh, getting in car crashes 60, 65 times a game, depending on what position you play, maybe even more. I, I, I don't think it should be the network, unless it's an FCC violation, which it's not, it should not be the network dictating to me or shielding me from something they deem I shouldn't see. I don't like that. Context is also important here because um, ESPN's priority is their partnership, their longstanding partnership with the NFL. Um, they also, this is their third straight Monday night football game with a with a horrific injury. You go back to what you said, DeMar Hamlin last year, and then last Monday, Aaron Rodgers, Achilles, and now it's this. It would be so on, poor, so on par for the NFL to be like, hey, guys, don't show that. I pull wool over everybody's eyes yeah. to shield them from the nightmares that are professional football. Uh, watching a, a, a knee go the wrong way in live action is what made me put the football down. Like, literally one of my best friends growing up playing Little League football, I watched somebody tackle him out of bounds, and his knee went left. The rest of his legs went, like, right, and I was freaked out. Those kind of things aren't positive for your partner if you're ESPN who wants to continue to promote See, the NFL. I just think it's also in their best interest to okay, not reshow those This things. is what drives me crazy, though, because that position has been at the forefront of the conversation about player pay for the last four months now. The running back position, the guys who are bruised and battered and relied upon more from a physical standpoint than arguably any other position on the field, and it's the lowest paid position. So if what you're saying is ultimately correct, and and I think that you're on to something, Theo, you're sitting there saying that the NFL, it's in their best interest to not show these terrible injuries and what these guys go through to these extremely important players to the side of the ball that sells all the commercials and all the tickets and brings in all the money. They line up directly behind the most important player on the field in the sport, but the NFL doesn't want to show the injury because they're being sensitive to the well-being of that stricken player, but also they're trying to keep eyeballs from the horror of an injury that happens pretty regularly in that sport and in that league, what Nick Chubb likely suffered last night, all while the owners, the owners who, by the way, pay the commissioner, don't want to pay that player. Yeah. That makes me furious. So I don't want to sit here and have all these NFL talking heads employed making an NFL paycheck saying, oh, we wish you the best, Nick. We wish you the best. And that's why we didn't show that replay because we respect you and your family and all you go through and the sacrifices you make. All while trying to gouge running backs and make sure that they don't get paid the money that they deserve based on their role on the football field because they happen to be interchangeable. And that is why the NFL pisses me off. I mean, 100%. I'm, I'm lockstep with you right there. I do think there has to be some kind of reform with the whole running back position thing. But, I mean, you said this happens regularly. Those, those injuries don't happen regularly. They happen regularly enough where if you hear torn knee it doesn't send you into a a cold sweat. 
It, it, it freaked out a lot of people last night. It shocked a lot. Like, it was still a big deal it happened. Sure, it it's but not like a Just ACL. because that looks more gruesome than maybe another knee injury doesn't mean that it's necessarily more severe than someone else's maybe a little more innocuous-looking knee yeah, injury. Like J.K. Dobbins. His injury, you could replay that one. It wasn't as bad. Like, Nick Chubb's leg was, like, it just it looked terrible. I did see a screenshot of it. It, it looked, like, repulsive what went down there. And you're right. The viewers have the right to see that, but it's 2023, and the viewers, any viewer in the world that was able to watch, turn on their TV and watch Monday Night Football or stream it on their phone also has just as much capability, and you know they do, to Google it or Twitter it or exit and find it as well. So I don't think ESPN withheld anything, any kind of like private or non-public knowledge. I think they were just trying to be a little sensitive. Really, probably was just the executive producer in the truck, along with Troy and Joe, who were like, hey, you guys want to show this? No? Okay. No, I think they were told. No, Joe Buck was told we're not showing this. He conveyed it. He was told. He didn't have the decision. He made it seem like it was his idea. Okay, so so we're going to to go ahead and we're going to be okay with softening football. Meanwhile, uh, part of the 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 game and part of what the NFL conveys is oh hard hitting and physical and warriors and all this stuff and then as soon as there's a consequence to that and again a a, a knee injury where things are torn and ligaments are shredded that's a pretty regular thing in this sport in fact it just happened at FAU at the college level with their starting quarterback Casey Thompson that is regular so then because it's 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 graphic. It didn't look good. Then we're just going to keep that part of it. We're going to soften this. We're going to say, hey, families, it's okay. Everything's fine. No problem at all. Hey, you know what? Out of respect for his family. And by the way, Nick, good luck ever getting a payday again in the NFL. So I, I think the biggest question I have for you, so where the energy and the passion is coming from, I, one, I want to ask like, where it's coming from. Are you? What are you trying to get answered? Do you because want the NFL to keep happened. its integrity? It happened in a professional sporting match. It happened. I'm watching it. It's happened in front of 80,000 people in Pittsburgh, in front of millions of people on television. ESPN, with a non-FCC violation, shouldn't be dictating to me what I should or shouldn't see. It's part of the story and why we Tune in. The Nick Chubb injury is just as part of the story as a touchdown or the negative seven yards the Steelers had in the fourth quarter and still won the game, or Deshaun Watson pushing referees or grabbing face masks and being an overall psychopath. So uh, we'll go back to Theo's first point when in regards to Nick Chubb, right? How, how you're kind of looking out for Nick in a spot like this. Like you can show J.K. Dobbins, you can show Brees Hall tearing their ACL if it was a little more gruesome than it was, but for Nick Chubb, like. I think they're all aware, and if it was the NFL who was censoring it, like you're aware this is probably his last snap in the league, and you're looking out for Nick in a spot like this. It's the same injury in 2015. You can pull that highlight up and show that one, but I think you're probably looking out for Nick in a spot like this. Like This is his career. We don't want everybody to watch it go down. You can go check it out on social. Like I think it just came and went. Like The, the guy in the truck made the call. Hey, okay, we're not going to look at this. But on principle... On principle, so ESPN, that's why I'm asking your argument. It's on principle. It's, again, I, don't, I have not actually gone and watched it. Because I don't, I I have no desire to make the extra effort to go see Nick Chubb. I've seen it a thousand Neo. times okay, on I, Twitter. I actually, I'm making this argument, and I have not seen it. But what I'm saying on principle is ESPN, who who gladly. The NFL and ESPN gladly took money from some no-name dope North Dakota governor who I've never heard of who's running for president that no one's aware of his campaign. And they felt that I should see that 
something that I don't give two bleeps about. No name North Carolina governor or uh, North Dakota governor last night. They had that in prime time multiple times saying, hey, he paid for it. He should see it. Guess what? I give the NFL a lot of damn money. I want to see the Nick Chubb injury because it's part of the story. Don't tell me that I should see this no-name jackass governor running for president when then you're going to say that I shouldn't see something that happened in the game when I'm a subscriber and a ticket purchaser and a merchandise buyer of the NFL. Bleep that. But you can see it is the thing, and they know you can see it. They, they know they don't have to show it to you on their national broadcast that's going to be playing throughout bars, throughout homes. Maybe there's a parent that walked away to the restroom and their kids are sitting on the couch. I hate people that use those excuses and whatnot about the kids' eyes and whatnot. In principle, it's inherently wrong. It's not inherently wrong. It's inherently wrong. Yes, it is. How's it wrong? Because it is shielding people from a reality of the sport and a reality of that game. It's not wrong because it's their broadcast. And and they get to choose what they show. I don't know what they shielded because we all know it happened. I think if you're a football viewer, especially a frequent you know what it looks like. Like you caught it. You understand what happened to his knee. I don't. I think don't you want to be treated anything. like a child because Mickey Mouse doesn't want me to see an injury. I'm a grown man. I can handle it, and it helps me tell the story. But by all means, throw the North Dakota governor governor in front of me. What if Nick Chubb came out and said? What if he did say I, I didn't want it played over there? Not that this actually happened, but what if you heard him say, "Yeah, I would love if you guys didn't show it on the broadcast." And then perhaps. Perhaps players can come together and request these networks not to show it. But again, it's a public sport played in front of people. And the one bastion of reality left in this world is sports. Because in every other aspect of life, it's AI. It's conspiracy theories. It's 9-11 didn't happen. Or 9-11 was an inside job. Or the people who stormed the Capitol, they were all actually Biden supporters. Nothing is being told in a realistic manner anymore. Because the internet has shown all these distorted ways to present reality that everybody's bleeped. Their brains are mush, and we live in the dumbest portion of world history. The one bastion of reality we have is sports. And if we start getting the reality of the gruesomeness of these warriors hitting one another and competing against one another, and we start hiding that, shielding that, then we literally don't have anything left in terms of living in a world where there's one singular reality. Well, we do have Chris Hansen, so, I mean, that helps. Yeah. I, I, I've, I've, <laughs> ne- I've never, by the way. Who the hell is Chris Hansen? Oh my gosh! I said Chris Hansen. Yeah, you said uh, you Scott meant Scott Hansen. Yeah, Chris Hansen. Isn't that the guy from That's like the Big guy Run? from uh, uh, like Catch, a Predator. Catch a Predator? Catch a Predator. Yeah, Chris Hansen, who wow. uh, also got in his own legal trouble. Oh yikes! My God, I've never felt more libertarian. I'm so dirty. Yeah. That's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel Five, WFLX Fox Twenty Nine. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. You know what hit me during the break? Uh, it literally just popped into my head. Florida State's either going to be a national championship contender or not after Saturday. Mm. With Dabo? Yep. Dabo. Well, couldn't they still... 
technically lose that game. And I guess, but yeah. I mean, we're talking about a Clemson team that's right now in the twenties. Yeah, you lose that, and that's a yeah. in the ACC. That's it's tough. Black that mark. LSU win holds a lot of weight, though. All you gotta do is yeah, it does. It does. All you gotta do is win the ACC championship. After that, if you run the table, but if you, LSU loses one more game, then all of a sudden Florida State becomes in trouble if they lose to Clemson. That's all I'm saying. A one-loss ACC champion in Florida State that has the LSU win. I think is going to make it in the top four. I'm not saying that they don't. It's tough to say now in September. Come on. You know the Pac-12 is not going to continue to be undefeated. But a team like USC, uh, like somebody somebody fringe TCU would replace. Not not Florida State in a spot like this. But I think Florida State still would have, like because they're going to have that, because the ACC championship is no longer divisional, they're going to play the second best ACC team. So they got a chance to make a statement win over potentially Clemson again. I mean, I just think they it's not a win or go home. It's not, but it's going to make life extremely difficult. Yeah. Extremely difficult. Quick, quick, Ken. Best team in Florida? Uh, Florida State. Yeah, it's Florida State. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Just I, the Gators Are you trying to tell me? I, I'm not. I'm not. Hey, it's just it's thought-provoking. One. I thought you were about the hurricane. Look, you got the Gators. Yeah, I thought that's what he was doing, yeah. too. I didn't know he was he going to the Gators. I'm just saying, there. if you can't handle Boston College and they can handle number 11, Tennessee, yeah. there's questions no. to be raised. I'm just saying. The Gators are going to roll Coach Biff this weekend. <laughs> I, I'll uh, pick the Canes. Did ESPN do the right thing not showing the Nick Chubb injury last night before we get to the Stony Awards here on ESPN 106.3? Larry in Boyden. What's going on, Larry? Hey, uh, thanks for letting me get on. Yep. Uh, just real quick, uh, prayers to Nick Chubb yes. and everything like that, but they, ESPN did wrong by not showing it. I don't understand uh, why they wouldn't show it. This is ESPN's the same company that is connected with Disney. They made the Blind Side movie. We're showing Joe Dyson's leg getting crushed into pieces by Lawrence Taylor. I, if it's good enough for kids to see in a PG movie, why couldn't it be on primetime TV last night? Larry, that I don't is, understand. Uh, that's actually a very salient, good. I forgot about that. I mean, I mean it, was, it is in the movie. Those are some very disingenuous prayers he sent up. Those were like prayers to Nick Chubb and all that crap or whatever. But he also, no, can, no, you can have great sympathy for Nick Chubb and also feel like you're having something withheld from you um, on a live television broadcast. It was just a delivery. I will say it was real quick. <laughs> Can I think when you were talking about us wanting the entire context, right? The historical context Mm -hmm. laid out. Because it 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 matters. It works more in the case of Joe Theismann in the the prefix of the blind side. It, It doesn't necessarily work if you're talking about this injury happens all the time with Nick Chubb. It works more for the blind side, the argument you're making, than I do that thinks a random Monday night football game in September. The reason that the Joe Theismann uh, injury has stood the test of time is because we we saw it. Yeah. It was there. Like we it, it it resonated. It's part of the legacy of the league yeah. for both him and Lawrence Taylor. Like this stuff matters. Like it does. What was more gruesome though? I guess you haven't seen the Nick Chubb one. Yeah, I haven't seen the Nick Chubb one. <laughs> Come on, dog. It's the it's the Theisman one. The Theisman one? Yeah. Everybody, yeah. you say Joe Theisman. Yeah. And even people Stone's age know. For sure. Leg. And it, to, to Theo, you had a really good point earlier. You talked about, we can go see it on social now. 
in the Theismann era, it was uh, that one broadcast that live, maybe a replay, and then the newspaper, if they're willing, yeah. whoever's willing to put it on the front right. page of the paper. That's right. it. You're it, not going to see it anywhere else. Which is why back then you kind of had to show it. Right. It was, it was, but nowadays you know it's everywhere you want to get it. It's not like you got to log into the black again, market. I, I, I just think on principle, if you are, if you are paying the rights for the NFL and you are catering to the viewer, like you say you are catering to the viewer, and if you're the NFL. The whole product should be exposed, dangers and all, and not what big corporate deems appropriate for fan eyeballs. That's that's my point on the entire thing. Why don't if you could, if you could, uh, and probably a good thing if you were at this place last night, uh, they didn't show a replay um, of the leg injury while you were digging into some wings. Uh, and and eating, but why don't you tell us, Theo, about Duffy Sports Grill? Well, if they did play the replay at Duffy Sports Grill, one thing I'll have you know, there's over 80 TVs at every Duffy Sports Grill location, so you would be able to see it from any seat in the house. Now, not that you should want to see it, because your face would be so digging into those Award-winning wings, right? Or those amazing burgers. And I doubt they had the game on all eighty TVs. Well, it would be it's Monday Night Football, so you had a second Monday Night Football. Would have been forty. You get Chive TV on the ones. Yeah, there's a couple Chive TVs rolling. (laughs) Some some guys uh, surfing down a pipe. (laughs) All right, so thirty six ish TVs in each Duffy's. I'm sure had that Monday Night Football broadcast, but nevertheless, you don't have to worry about what's on the TVs all the time because I can tell you what's going to be in your cups. That's two for one drinks all day. Every day, if you want some of those tailgate starters, if you want some of those great football foods, I mean, you're talking about wings. I'm talking about the amazing mozzarella sticks. We're also talking about the firecracker shrimp. Duffy Sports Grill is the place to get it all and watch all of your action on Saturdays, Sundays, Thursdays, Fridays. I mean, heck, any day of the week, Duffy Sports Grill, it goes. Duffy'sMVP.com to get your MVP card. Duffy's, our game is always on. Uh, all right, so... You may have heard of the Tony Awards, the Tonys. They are given to the best of Broadway, the best of stage theater every single year. And, uh, well, for people like me that grew up with a drama background, I peek in, see what's happening on the Tonys every year. But you know what? I toss those into the trash now. Out of the dumpster we go. Theo, get your script ready to go. Because every week here on Ken LeVick Alive, it's not the Tonys. It's the Stonies. It is the best of the weekend in football. It is also the worst of the weekend in football. In Stone Labanowitz, he gives the honor that we bestow upon the best and the worst. It's the most prestigious honor in fake football awards. It is time now for the Stonies. Welcome back to the Stony Awards on Ken Levick Alive. Here are radios Ken Levicka and Theo Dorsey. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. What a wild weekend, and today we honor the best of the best on the gridiron. You have your script? Nope. Yeah. No, Ken, what's that? What? No, I, 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 got, sent, a new, new I got a new script. Okay. Now, of course you did. Yeah. Um, hold yeah, on. we had everything. And just do it again. Okay. <clears throat> what a wild weekend, and today we honor the best of the best on the gridiron. Boy, what I would give to already be into the weekend today. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, here are your nominees. Here are your nominees for most spectacular football over the weekend. 
The Rams Puka Nakua nets 15 catches. On first down, Stafford, there's that quick hit and run, that completion, and there's Puka Nakua with the catch. No one has had more catches in the first two games of their NFL career than Puka Nakua. Micah Parsons punks the Jets. Ready to pounce. He gets off the ball as fast as anyone. There he gets him. It is Parsons who ducks him back at the 21. Syracuse's Garrett Schrader shades Purdue. Schrader, step up, escape. He's got room, he's got the first down, and a whole lot more. Garrett Schrader, turn on the speed, and he's in. Touchdown, Syracuse, 35 yards. Trevor Etienne eats against Tennessee. Etienne picks his way, follows his block, and burst still going. Etienne in the foot race, and he'll win it. Touchdown, Gators. So we don't get sued. Fox, CBS, NBC, ESPN. It would be embarrassing to get sued after a terrible segment like this. Will, so many great nominations. And your winner is... Trevor Etienne. Trevor Etienne of the Florida Gators beating up on Tennessee. The most outstanding football moment of the weekend. He wins the Stoney. All right, let's do it again. Let's do the bad ones now. Time now for the bad ones. Let's do the uh, the bad ones here. Welcome back to the Stoney Awards on Ken LaVica Live. Here are radios Ken LaVica and Theo Dorsey. Do you have your script this time? Yeah, I got it. All right. Oh, thank you. What a wild weekend. And today, we acknowledge the worst of the gridiron. Boy, I really hope my weekend is better than these performances. Ha 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 ha! Hey! Okay, here are your nominees. Here are your nominees for most sucky football over the weekend. The Seminoles D, no shows at BC. Castellanos will keep it, trying to get the edge. He does! Into the end zone! No Joe Burrow bounce back against Baltimore. Chase at the bottom of your screen. Burrow to the end zone. Intercepted. Picked off by Stone. Geno Stone with blockers in front and he goes out of bounds. Justin Fields fails in Tampa. Out of his own end zone. Intercepted by Shaq Barrett. Fighting at the goal line for a pick six. That just might seal the deal for Tampa. Russell Wilson, Mr. Limited by Washington. Wilson, this is where he's been so deadly in his career, but what pursuit. Jamin Davis, football came loose. What's the call here? The fumble. The ruling on the field is a fumble Mm. recovered by the Mm. defense. First down. Cody Barton on the recovery. Wow. All right, everybody relax. ESPN, CBS, Fox, CBS on the calls. Theo? A lot of great nominations. Don't worry. If you didn't hear your name called, you might next week. (laughs) And your winner is Justin Fields. Justin Fields, the suckiest performance of the week. He wins a well-deserved Stoney here on ESPN 106.3. Trevor Etienne of the Florida Gators. The most outstanding football of the week, Stoney Award. Justin Fields, the suckiest football of the weekend, Stoney Award. 
Pretty formidable pair of award winners, wouldn't you say, Stone? I think both very fitting. I appreciate both of you guys for manning the stage and presenting these oh, awards. Yeah. Obviously, home right. team Tina coming in clutch. This is an awesome day. This is an awesome day. And, of course, if you didn't win this week, like Theo said, you always got next week. Yeah. Oh, always yeah. have a chance. Hey. What award? Who knows? But that's the problem, though, is that if you're, kinda, if you're contending with Justin Fields every weekend, I mean, how the hell do you even get <laughs> your name in this top four? The bar is set so low. <laughs> yes. It's hard. He's he's, he's going to be a contender every now, single weekend. Now, all I know is that the suckiest, uh, the suckiest performance of the weekend, Stony, it has not gone to Mac Jones or Zach Wilson. Mm. Mm. Ooh. Well, there's still yeah. a chance they play each other. They're going to win the Lifetime Achievement Award they'll, they'll, when we do that later in the year. Yeah. They'll yeah. win co-suckers next week <laughs> when they play each other. <laughs> Co-suckiest uh, Stoney. Uh, that is the Stoney Awards for another week. I will say that went smoother than last week. And for that, I feel hashtag blessed. Uh, you'll be hashtag blessed, too, if your AC goes out and then it gets fixed and you feel nice and cool and comfortable in your home or your place of business thanks to EDS Air Conditioning. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. They've been doing it since 2006. They're family-owned and operated. They handle your plumbing needs. They handle in-home air quality needs. My God, they do it all. It's EDS. EDS is yes, edsairconditioning.com. And uh, for those of you you that are starting to come down or have just come down from your summer homes and you're coming back down south you snowbirds you may try and turn on that ac unit and it doesn't pop back on it's been a couple of months since it got any action uh eds make sure you give them a call if you have any issue like that or just simply log on to edsairconditioning.com eds is yes edsairconditioning.com that's eds is yes edsairconditioning.com when we come back I apparently have beef with one of the most beloved members of the NFL media. My war with the Red Zone Network when we come back. He's Theo Dorsey, WPTV News Channel 5, WFLX Fox 29. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Oh, yeah. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Theo's back on Friday, Jeanette tomorrow and Thursday. Of course, myself and Stone will be a part of it all. That's your rest of the week lineup here on Ken LaVica Live. Uh, let me tell you about the fine folks that I think financial. They've dedicated September to their members. They invite you to join them as they celebrate Member Appreciation Day select days this month with complimentary Chick-fil-A lunch and a prize giveaway at all branches. One lucky person wins $50 at each event. Not a member? Think of joining. Stop by your local branch or visit IThinkFI.org to see how I Think Financial can start saving you money. I Think Financial wouldn't be who they are without their members. Please visit IThinkFI.org for locations and member appreciation dates. All right, well, it appears as if we have a thing happening, and it was an unintended thing. And uh, off the cuff yesterday, we were just talking about the Red Zone channel, Mm. the Red Zone network. This is, and we've discussed it before. Let me catch you up. This is my first year, actually, opening up the old wallet and paying for the Red Zone network. And through two weeks, I mean, Stone, you've heard me talk about it. Got good reviews. I'm a fan. Great reviews. I love it. I love it. I just made what I thought was a pretty innocuous comment yesterday that I thought Scott Hansen, the host of the Red Zone Network, was a little over the top. 
And I'm there for the games, and I think just sometimes Scott Hansen tries to make it a little like him. He's trying to make it about himself a little bit. Uh, the star of the Red Zone Network, when I'm just there for the football. But it was pretty innocuous. Like He does a great job. He's unbelievably talented. I would not be able to, in any realm of my being, uh, have the producer in my ear, go from this game to this game, know the context, set it up, all that stuff. Like I just... He's great. He's great. But You're selling I, yourself short. You could do it, but he's excellent at it. He's, he's been doing he's it for amazing. a while. He's yeah. amazing. And, and I was open about that yesterday and clear about that, I thought. I just said he's a little over the top. Now, Stone clipped that and put it out on social media and tagged Scott Hansen. You know what? That's fine. If I say something about somebody in the public sphere, then I have no problem with them hearing it. I said it on this microphone, so it should be out there for right. the world to consume. Um. Then Josh Cohen, who you hear 4 o'clock on the home team every day here on ESPN 106.3, got involved, and he tweeted the following to Scott Hansen. Why does Ken complain about you and claim you're, quote, over the top? I've never seen anyone complain about you. Is he just a born malcontent or a contrarian? Scott Hansen replied to that. He replied to that. I'm surprised. Scott Hansen, who has better things to do, I'm sure, replied to that. That would be a question for Ken. I'm sure he has a measured, thoughtful, reasonable explanation. And tell him I said thanks for watching. That was a little quip. I mean, do we really need to do this? First of all, you're Scott Hansen. Who am I compared to Scott Hansen? Just lean in. Say something like, oh, yeah, I know. I get energetic. I love my job. I mean, that's what I would do. Yeah. But he seemed a little defensive. I'm sure he has a measured, thoughtful, reasonable explanation. He was hurt. He's hurt. He's actually kind of sassy in that spot. And then Josh continued. Josh, when I need you to jump in on our content, I'll ask you to do so. Mm. Okay? Nobody asked you for this. He's an unconscionable malcontent. This is Josh to Scott Hansen. You're a damn national treasure. The world knows it. Perhaps it was a radio stunt to garner attention. Scott Hansen goes, I just don't want to believe that we live in a world where people do radio stunts to garner attention. Get out of here. It wasn't a stunt. You know what, Scott? I meant it. You are over the top. No bit there. That's Theo. That's Stone. I'm Ken. Bye-bye.